Episode 4, Healing a Country's Soul. So I began this week with Episode 3 of this podcast, exploring what happened when President Trump met Chairman Kim Jong-un in Hanoi, Vietnam. And I was exploring the distinction between Eastern values and Western values. And now I find myself near the end of the week realizing that I need to go a little deeper, actually a lot deeper than just the values discussion. Because today I watched a panel discussion with survivors of the Parkland, Florida, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting last Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2018. And it moved me in many ways. And it's having me think more about how I can help people who are struggling in America with all the trauma that they have been going through, both individually as citizens and collectively as a country. So keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace-building work I do, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to inventivelinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part 1. As the World Turns Stories or Trends that Impact Our Capacity for Peace in the World Now, when I began exploring what I wanted to write and think about and then share with you this week, I focused on President Trump traveling to Hanoi, Vietnam to meet Chairman Kim Jong-un of North Korea for their second nuclear summit. I thought it would be a good starting point to explore the difference between the values that are upheld in the East versus the West. And so I began dipping into two books. One is President George H.W. Bush's um, diary of the journal that he kept when he was, in essence, an ambassador to China. It wasn't his official title. I think he was called, um, yeah, he was the head of the United States Liaison Office in Beijing from 74 to 75. And I thought it would, his diary would hold some clues as to how an American visiting and living and being in China for the first time, how that juxtaposition would help me see the way America as a country conducted diplomacy back in the day. And I also dipped into 
Senator John McCain's last memoir, The Restless Wave, which he wrote and published just before he passed last year. And I know that he championed a lot of, from a military standpoint, things like national security were very important to him. He would visit troops fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan regularly to make sure that, and Syria, I believe, to make sure that they had what they needed to defend America's interests in that part of the world and to promote American values. So I thought those books would hold the key for me. And I'll continue to dip into them, and I might still um, express and share some of what I find in those books in the next issue of my Peace Matters newsletter. I am reminded, though, of another story that sticks in my head right now because of what I'm going to share in the next segment of today's show. And it's about how Senator John McCain, who was a prisoner of war in the Vietnam War, and Senator then Secretary John Kerry, who he became Secretary of State um, under the Obama administration, how the two of them worked really hard to have America reconcile with Vietnam. And John Kerry writes about this in his latest book. Um, and it's a moment that fills them both with pride because even though they come from very different ideological standpoints politically, they were able to find common ground when it came to meeting in the middle and working together from across the aisle to help make peace with Vietnam after the bloody conflict of the 60s and the 70s between America and Vietnam. And their ability to do that not doesn't just speak to their inherent courage and character as men and as soldiers back in the day, but it's also a part of America's character, the ability to get things done, the ability to solve tough problems, the ability to never have permanent enemies around the world or seek not to have permanent enemies around the world. and. It made me think a little more about the fact that America is grieving. It is grieving on many levels. And this is one of those levels. At a governmental level, things have been broken for so long that there is this sense of displacement. And there's also a sense that since other countries and other powers in the world are rising, what does that mean for America's standing in the world? Whether or not it continues to close in on itself under the current administration, or if it, if it reaches back out again to the rest of the world, what is America's role in the world now? What, what does it stand for? It's been spreading and talking about democracy and human rights for decades now. Is that still at the core of what America is in its own eyes and in the eyes of other nations around the world? I think America is at a crossroads right now. They're not really sure what, who they are, what, what they stand for, what they can continue to champion 
at a deep soul level for themselves and for other countries. So I think that, and I feel that America needs to dig a little deeper than it is right now. And to start to do that in a more intentional way before the next election cycle comes around, because the 2020 race is already starting to heat up. And I think this is a moment where Americans need to take some time to answer this question for themselves. And I'll go into it a little more later on in the show. Part 2, OM is where the heart is, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. In this week's edition of my Fridays for Peace live stream that I hosted on March 1st, I shared one way that I believe the East and the West values different things, and I used an example of what happened at the nuclear summit in Hanoi during an exchange between President Trump, Chairman Kim, and the press who were asking them questions. So if you want to listen to what I shared, then you can go to my events page at inventivelinks.com slash events. Scroll down and look for the March 1st, 2019 edition of Fridays for Peace live stream and check that out. I do the live stream every Friday for about 15 to 30 minutes and expand on some of the ideas and questions that I pose in this podcast. And I was going to leave the values discussion there kind of at a more surface level until I found myself watching a conference today. It's the Wisdom 2.0 conference, which is in its 10th year. And it's a conference that talks about the how to remain mindful and cultivate wisdom in our increasingly digital age. So how do we blend wisdom and technology in a way that continues to nourish us as human beings? And today, one of the panel sessions was a discussion with two students, a parent, a teacher, and a mindfulness practitioner related to the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting that happened on February 14th, 2018. And if you've been following their activism, or even if you're not in America, and you you must have seen it hit your news headlines because they have turned their shock and pain into this incredible movement and activism that has had this ripple effect through the country and has resulted in some stricter gun control laws being passed in various states. If you want to read more specifics on that, you can go look at my Um, newsletter archive. Actually, if you opt in to my newsletter, I'll tell you how later on in the show. I wrote about it um, 
on their one year anniversary, the week of February 14th, 2019. But back to today's panel, besides visibly being able to see their anguish and their grief, I realized that they are having to advocate from their pain and that they are using their advocacy in a way to regain a sense of inner peace. As one of the panelists shared, the teacher, she walked us through what had happened in her classroom. It was an ordinary day, a beautiful Valentine's Day, and how everyone was feeling joyful and they were learning important things in the class and how everything just changed in a split second when the shooter started unleashing this spray of bullets into the classroom. And the room was in, I was watching it on a live stream, but you could sense the room was in this hushed silence, just bearing witness to give them that space to talk about their experience. And it really made me realize that, you know, for so many decades, America has held itself and has been seen as a country that spreads democracy and peace and peaceful leadership abroad and has been very proud of that fact, whether it's been in fighting wars, um, whether it's been in being part of peacekeeping forces, being one of the leading voices at the United Nations. But the thing is, with each passing decade, I think Americans are questioning that role that they hold, whether it still is that role, whether they're still doing right by that value of wanting to champion peace and democracy especially because of a lot of wars that the country has gotten itself into, sometimes intentionally, sometimes realizing after the fact what a horrible mistake they had made. But more to the point of the Parkland shooting, how can a country like America champion peace abroad if it continues to experience more and more violence at home. You know, what, what is the face that they're showing to the world? What are they really exporting now to the world? Since the shocking results of the 2016 presidential elections, I have been talking to many Americans since then in the last few years from all sides of the, you know, whether they're Republican, Democrat, independent, non-affiliated, I've been talking to a whole bunch of different Americans and emotions are just, they're still running high. They're still raging depending on whether they support the current administration politically or not. They're feeling a mix of anger, embarrassment, despair, and worst of all, there's just this general feeling of hopelessness. And I understand and I, I appreciate 
that there's been a whole lot more activism and citizenship and civic engagement since the 2016 elections. And many, especially younger citizens, are realizing, oh gosh, this democracy thing is precious. We need to really take care of it. But I also know that there is a whole lot of pain permeating and still kind of bubbling underneath the surface for a lot of Americans. And especially after watching today's panel with the Parkland survivors, I I realized there needs to be a whole lot of healing first and some intentional soul-searching, both individually as citizens and collectively as a country. There is this brokenness in the soul of the country that needs to be addressed before there can be more engagement, more citizenship, more of that verve and that drive to fight for and to uphold this democracy and this system of government that has been such a source of American pride for so long. Part 3, News and Views, updates on our peace-building work, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. So based on what I shared, what I experienced, what I felt this week, over the course of the week, I am now thinking of hosting healing sessions for American citizens who are disillusioned with their government, who have all but lost their faith and their will to be more civically engaged, who have kind of checked out for some reason. Or if you have been activated and you are engaging in your community and in your country, you still feel like you haven't quite resolved some of the anger and the hurt and the pain that you feel from your past experience as a citizen. So if this feels like something that describes you to a T, and if you're not American, but you belong to another country and you're listening to this, this applies to you too. I'm just calling out and highlighting America because it's where I'm living now and it's where I feel the biggest need right now for this work. I've been bringing that sense of comfort and perspective and peace to the people I've been talking to about this in our private, you know, one-on-one conversations. And now I feel it's time to create that similar space for conversation and for healing that can reach a few more people at a time. So it's going to be this private, sacred space that I will hold for you, where you can share in a very small group setting. And we can start to talk to each other and start to heal and find our way back into that sense of being there for each other as citizens in this country. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, I'd love you for you to go to reach out to me, contact me 
go to inventivelinks.com slash contact and fill in the contact form and I'll be in touch. And when this is a little more crystallized and you're listening to this episode when it is more crystallized, I'll probably update the show description so you, there'll be a direct link for you there to access the healing sessions that I conduct. I'm here for you. I know that I have this healing nature. It's been with me throughout my life, and I now express it in my work in holding this space for people as a coach, as a soul guide, and as an advocate for peaceful leadership. So I'll leave it there for now. It's been an unexpectedly somber end to this week. And this is important work, and I want to support you in moving through that healing for yourself as a citizen in a country that you still love. All right. Take care, everyone, and I will catch you next time on Peace Matters. Bye for now. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time, let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.